0: You know, we can say that I put on a nice dress for me, but sometimes we're putting on a nice dress for other people because we want Mm. compliments or we want them to say, ooh, look at her dress. Exercise, physical activities really one of the only true things you can do for yourself.
1: Have you ever let stress get the better of you? Want to know how to maximize your productivity? My name is Tommy Bowie. Follow me as I deep dive into the minds of successful entrepreneurs and industry professionals on the tools, tips, and strategies they use to overcome stress and boost productivity in their daily lives, especially when the going gets tough and the stakes are high. This is the Stressless Entrepreneur Podcast. My guest today is the co-founder of Confidence. She and her seven-year-old daughter, Gabrielle, solved the age-old problem of disappearing hair barrettes by inventing Gabby Bows, the first and patented double-face, double-snap barrette. Their barrettes are engineered to prevent hair slippage, along with their plant-based girls' natural hair product line, saves families time, money, and frustration, whilst removing dread from the styling process, so mums, dads, and girls can cherish this precious time together. Their story has been featured in Aspire TV, The Today Show, and Forbes, the Washington Post, and many others. Today I have with me Rosalind Goodwin. Rosalind, thank you for joining me today on the Stressless Entrepreneur podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Rosalind, I wanted to get you on the show today. You are a incredible mother and a wife to a comedian and also a entrepreneur daughter. So I really wanted to dig deeper into that kind of interface and that supportive figure that you are with your, your loved ones. But before we do that, are you able to give us a quick introduction on what it is that you do and a bit of history about yourself?
0: Absolutely. So I am Rosalind Goodwin. My family and I reside in Columbia, South Carolina. I am the founder of Confidence and the inventor of Gabby Bowes, which is a guaranteed non-slip hair barrette that my seven-year-old daughter and I patented and manufacture and distribute throughout the world. The Confidence brand also has a number of complementary products that help reduce stress from the hair styling process so moms, dads, and girls can cherish this precious time together with our plant-based hair products, our hair accessory organizers, and, and other tools to make Wash Day a breeze. In addition to that, I am also married to a stand-up comedian who I manage, and I am vice president for engagement for South Carolina Hospital Association, which is the trade association that represents all the hospitals in the state. I serve as a lobbyist for them, mother of two, and a volunteer in my community.
1: I do want to dig deeper into that interface between, you know, being the the manager for your husband and also supporting your daughter in her entrepreneurial journey. Let's start off first with supporting your daughter and her journey in entrepreneurship. How did this, I guess, conceptualize in the, being the co-founder of confidence and, you know, her, you can say being the face as well of the, the product line.
0: Absolutely. So we did not, I did not start off assuming that we would start a business. I was frustrated by losing the barrettes that would I would style her hair with. Mm-hmm. I would style her hair, I'd spend 20, 30 minutes doing her hair, send her to school, and she'd come back with half of them. So it was a constant source of frustration. Mm-hmm. I went on social media one day to rant about how frustrated I was about it and a number of mother mothers jumped into this conversation. So we're just going back and forth, complaining, blowing off steam, not trying to solve any problems, but our pastor jumped into the conversation and replied to me, it sounds like a market you need to break into. I honestly wasn't trying to break into anything, but I could not shake that conversation from my mind. Two weeks later, I was styling Gabby's hair. Now at the time, Gabby was just five years old. I was styling her hair, still had the conversation in my mind and mumbled under my breath. I didn't even think I was audible, but I apparently was. Uh, I said something about, you know, somebody needs to make a bow that'll stay in. My daughter jumped out of the seat and said, mommy, are we going to make a Yeah, It totally threw me off because I was like, wow, she's saying what our pastor said. (laughs) And I said something to brush her off because I figured she's five. She's going to forget about it. Uh, but when I picked her up that day from school, and every day after that, she kept asking about her bow. Mommy, when are my bows coming? Mommy, when are we gonna make my bows? Mommy, are my bows gonna are my bows gonna be sold in this grocery store? We walking through the store, and she points to aisles and say, are, "Are my bows gonna be there?" So at that point, I said, "Well, let me. Maybe it's a science project. Maybe we come up with an idea. Maybe we sell it." And of course, you're reading our story. That idea did not work. We launched the business when she was seven. It took us about two years to kind of develop and just get the idea around coming up with and manufacturing a product. I still was trying to sell it when we launched the business, but it just took off on its own. Um, And now we've been in business for six years. So that is how that started. She's 13 now and a traveling keynote speaker. She's just an, an amazing girl. And I'm just so grateful that I listened to her. You know, I tell parents all the time. I know our, parents, our kids say some of the, the darndest things. They have different ideas almost every day, but pay attention to them because you really never know what may be that next million dollar idea or patented invention or thing that solves a problem that so many people face.
1: And how has that journey been like for both yourself and your daughter as well? You're saying that she's traveling as well. Were there some rough patches during that process? And were you kind of, because we know that when it comes to business and partnership, you got to have the right partnership. Otherwise your business, you know, won't last. Were there some challenges along the way?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's the dynamic of just being a mom and daughter by itself without having the business, Yeah, Uh, yeah. her growing up and becoming a teenager. So, I mean, you remember how you were with your parents when you were a teenager. So, you know how that is. Mm. So, just dealing with that and making sure that their boundaries set that, yes, we are co-founders and we're in business together, but I'm still your mother. So, if I'm telling you to do something, you do it. Uh, Even though you are CEO and you're traveling, you're still (laughs) My child. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, making those boundaries very clear up front and continuing to do so. But, you know, why, quite honestly, us spending so much time together building a company from the ground up has really strengthened our relationship. And I'm grateful. I, I know that we spend more time together than we probably would have had not it been for the business, because I probably would have been just kind of doing my own thing. And, and, of course, my husband's traveling and, and everything. I think us. Having businesses that are family businesses, you know, we basically use the phrase that we are Team Goodwin. That's our last name. Uh, So we help with both businesses. It is a family affair. Our life is a family business. It brings us closer together versus tearing us apart because we're all working together. So that has helped with the stress, uh, just setting boundaries and making sure that we're all working together as a team.
1: I love that you say that because a previous guest of mine, Electra Davis, she also does a, an e-commerce store that's about hair hair product and yeah. one of the things she mentions is that one of the best ways she's able to spend time with her kids is to get her kids involved with the business cuz One, she's teaching them about finances, how to run a business and how to, I guess, be themselves. But also, it's just that just being next to each other as you're, you know, folding some of the products and doing some of the manufacturing process that you actually get the time to to ask them the the questions of, you know, how is your day, but actually be there to listen to them. So I really really love that that point. Also, um, you mentioned about um, setting boundaries there comes a time when it's business, but then there also comes a time when it's it's life, and if your mo- uh, mother and daughter, that boundary um, may be grayed out a bit because it's business and life twenty four seven yeah altogether. Um, <laughs> yeah, which leads on to you know if you don't set those boundaries, then your business may take over your life.
0: Yeah, and we made that mistake early on. I mean, I'm quick to confess because I think it'll help other moms who are involved in business with their children when we first started every weekend we were at some type of trade show or vendor show. Yep. I mean, it was literally wearing us out. It was, uh, you know, hours to get there, hours to set up, hours to sell, hours to break down, hours to get back home. We were just totally exhausted just trying to get our brand out there. And I understand the grind and the hustle. Uh, but particularly when you're dealing with children uh, and you're dealing with families, you really do have to set those boundaries so business does not take over your life and your children don't hate the business. So we you know, quickly started seeing that, okay, this is wearing her down. She's just seven or she's just eight or she's just nine. So we started asking her, okay, we have this opportunity. Do you want to do this one? And then we started limiting how often we would go out. We would say, okay, we're just doing one a month. Oh, it's the summertime, we may do two a month because of school and everything else that has to take place that are priorities for us as well. You know, that's a lesson that I learned and i happily pass on to other parents who are in business or families that are in business. You've got to set those boundaries because it has to be enjoyable and you got to have that together time and that family time. So setting schedules for family movie night, having downtime and it, you know, right now we're getting ready to be off and on vacation for a week. Mm-hmm. We got a lot to accomplish before then. Uh, so, you know, letting her know, okay, listen, we've just got a week and a half and then we're not going to be doing any of this for a whole week. Your break is coming. You can just push through this moment and let's get prepared. So when we leave that the business can still function without us, you know, let's work hard for this next week and a half, but a break is coming. When we first started, we didn't necessarily have a break in mind. So you got to schedule breaks. You've got to schedule that time. you got to understand your child. My child is an introvert. Even though she <laughs> travels and speaks, uh, she does mm-hmm. an amazing job when she gets on stage, but she needs that alone time to recharge. And knowing that she needs that, giving her space and time to do that really has helped.
1: I do want to dig deeper into scheduling time for self-care and alone time, particularly for yourself. But before we do that, let's move on to you, your husband as a, as a comedian and yourself being that support figure how did you guys first meet? And was he a comedian then? And, you know, the, the <laughs> introduction to you to, to be his manager, how did that all happen?
0: Wow. We met in college and I, we met him and he was a political science major. I thought I was marrying a judge. Uh, yep. The joke was on me, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's always been funny, mm-hmm. hilarious, even since he was a young person He entered into comedy much later in life. Mike was in his mid 30s before he ever got on a stage. So, most comedians start in their teens or early 20s. uh, So, he was more of a late bloomer. He was in education, an established, very well respected career, and got invited by a comedian to open for him. And then his career just took off. It got to a point that he was turning down shows to be this professional you know that he had gone to graduate school to become and I saw he was really struggling so I encouraged him to take the leap of faith and leave his job and pursue comedy full-time I could tell how much life was in him when he was pursuing his passion and I did not want to be the one to rob him from that And you know I basically said okay listen we'll do whatever we have to do to make it work you know I'll stay on my job I'll support you, I'll manage you to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it happened. He's you know been full-time now over eight years and is doing amazing. Of course, he's been impacted by COVID-19, but he's established a great career as a stand-up comedian. So that was not what I thought I was signing up for when we got married, but I'm so glad that he found his purpose.
1: Yeah, and speaking from his point of view, he would have been in a very tough position in saying, you know, he's done all this effort, to pursue this career and now he's got a family that he needs to look after so it, it's it's yeah. that internal struggle of saying no I need to look after my family but then also I need to chase my dreams so it's fantastic that his support structure and you were there to kind of say well I see you a lot more happy if you're on this side of the fence rather on being on this side so we'll do whatever we can there would have been a drop in income but I think the way he's, he's approaching life him being more happy would have been a lot more beneficial down the long run absolutely that transition let's talk about that transition was it a tough transition for you guys or was it a a straight you know he's starting to get gigs and you're compromising enough to stay i guess happy
0: it was a rough transition but we prepared for it so we eliminated any debt that we could so you know credit cards and we paid off cars and you know so we were kind of preparing for it we knew it was coming at some point so Just reducing debt, reducing expenses. Mm -hmm. Certain things that we were buying or paying for on a monthly basis that we weren't really using, we scaled back on, just really looked hard at our expenses. And by the time it was time for him to take the leap, which was earlier than we probably anticipated, it was a pretty smooth transition because we had eliminated so many expenses, particularly related to debt. And we just made the sacrifices. And I think because he had my support, he had our children's support. He knew he was in a position that, okay, I need to still provide. He worked so hard, you know, we didn't see or didn't miss anything. So we were very blessed and fortunate about how that worked. But we did prepare. So I want everybody to hear that we eliminated debt. We got really aggressive with that when we knew we were headed in that direction. Even if we didn't know exactly when, we had a plan in place to eliminate debt.
1: Yeah, and it's about having that contingency in place if something didn't play out because you have children that you need to provide for and if he went through a period or you went through a period where there was no income, what does that look like and how long can we support our children to ensure that they're living a great life, you know, a life that we didn't have in that sense? Yes. Let's talk about yourself now, self-care, time and time management. We know that your husband requires attention and your children require attention as well. But then on top of that, not just the personal attention but the business attention how are you finding the time to do everything but then also to find time for yourself to just sit back and relax
0: my key is getting up before everybody
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so i am up at five in the gym at five thirty during the week anyway i give myself a little bit of a break on the weekends but i have found and people usually don't talk about exercise when they're talking about self-care but i remember Former First Lady Michelle Obama said, Exercise and physical activity is truly one of the only things that you do for yourself.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know,
0: we can say that, you know, I put on a nice dress for me, but sometimes we're putting on a nice dress for other people because we want mm-hmm. compliments or we want them to say, Oh, look at her dress. Exercise, physical activity is really one of the only true things you can do for yourself. So I make myself a priority. And when I exercise at least close to an hour a day, I feel like there's an extra hour of energy added to my day. When I do not, I feel that I've lost an hour of extra energy. Yeah. Uh, so that is paramount that everybody knows in the family that that's what mom's going to do because that's what she has to do in order to make all this work. So there's a lot of work that gets done even before my children get up. and of course, there's work that gets done after they go to bed. Mm. So I am not, I don't do a whole lot of things that waste time. A lot of people ask me about time management and say, well, you know, how in the world do you, I don't have time to waste time. Yeah. That helps me manage my time. So if, you know, I'm watching this whole documentary or mini series of this drama and it's not, you know, it's nonfiction. I'm kind of like, okay, you, I mean, it's a place and time for all of that. Right now, I don't really have time for that. So not having an abundance of time helps me manage my time better.
1: Talking about the gym as well, on top of the benefits that it does to our health, a lot of people use the time at the gym for that personal reflection as a time to think about the day as we started and also use it as a form of meditation because that's our time. There is no distractions. Of course, we're we're using it to work out, but there's that benefit of, you know, if I'm at the gym, don't message me because I'm here to do what I need to do. Um, look after my health, look after my body, yeah, um, but also look after my mind as well. So fantastic tip. And I think too many of us think about going to the gym as painful because, you know, yeah. we're, we're stressing our body, but we forget about the long-term benefits of actually consistently being at the gym. Absolutely. COVID-19. Now the gig economy has been hit very hard and certain areas of e-commerce and products have been hit hard as well. How has it impacted your business, I guess, overall?
0: Uh, So for the confidence and Gabby Bow's side, it's actually been a boom to our business, we Mm -hmm. made a small pivot right at the beginning of the pandemic to really focus on engaging with our community that we had already built, you know, through our social media followers, our email list, our Facebook communities. And really just being there and helping them care for their hair at home. So our hair products with salons being closed and people not being able to get their hair or their daughter's hair done somewhere else, they've had to learn. So we really doubled down on having live styling demos and videos and showing people how to care for their hair at home, how to style their own hair at home. We created a bundle called the Home Hair Care Bundle was basically everything they needed. They, they had an, an organizer for all of their accessories and hair tools, a hair product, hair barrettes, even a children's book that was along with it just to help hair time while they were going to be doing more of that during the pandemic. So we've had, you know, honestly, the strongest months we've had since we've been in business since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other side with my husband, you know, we stopped counting cancel shows after like 28. It really just was... Quite devastating. But he's about to get back on the road. He's about to have his first show since the middle of March, the end of this month. So we're excited about that. I mean, his calendar is not as full as it was before, but you know, he had a tour in Canada that was canceled. You know, my daughter had a number of speaking engagements that were canceled as well. She was gonna be at South by Southwest for the first time, Mm -hmm. selling and vending there. She was gonna be at the World Natural Hair Show that draws about thirty thousand people. She was gonna be selling and speaking there. So we definitely had events cancellations impacted both of our businesses negatively, but we were able to pivot and rebounds. So my husband's done a lot of virtual shows. He is working on some virtual courses. He's you know particularly been able to do comedy and motivation and inspiration. He's also a keynote speaker as well. Uh, so he's been able to do that for a lot of corporate organizations who really need the motivation and the humor and the inspiration right now. So working on the virtual side, and then slowly but surely coming back to doing some face-to-face shows as he'll be doing at the end of this month.
1: And I think it's been fantastic that you guys have been able to pivot and understand that this is kind of the new way of doing things for the short term. And especially yeah. in comedy, I know that you you feed off the audience and you feed off the reactions of the audience and, and you go from there. Has it been hard for yourself as well, seeing the negative impacts in your, your husband's career and kind of, not being able to support him in that right way?
0: It's been challenging, but I mean, I go back to planning, you know, Mm. so he had a really great 2019 and even sometimes he wanted to say, okay, let's go get a new car. You know right now our cars are debt free and got some problems. (laughs) They're not the best cars, but they get us from point A to point B. We were so close to buying another car and man, am I glad we didn't get another car because the car just would have been sitting Mm -hmm. Uh, But instead of spending, we really saved, not knowing what was ahead. And because of that, because of planning, because of saving, because of reducing debt, all those things I've been mentioning, it didn't hit us as hard as it maybe would have hit somebody else in the gig economy who had not planned ahead. Uh, So as entrepreneurs, your personal finances are so critical and you managing those, regardless of what may happen in the economy, what may happen with your business, what may happen with your product, are you saving? Are you reducing debt? So you can weather any type of storm that may come. And because we had that type of lifestyle, very modest lifestyle, our home is not huge. And, you know, we wear nice clothes, but it's the same clothes. You know, we're not splurging. Because we had that type of lifestyle, we were able to weather this storm. Even though he had, like I said, we stopped counting after 28 gigs canceled. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we're able to take advantage of the opportunities that were out there, the relief that was out there, whether it was the EIDL, various grants, unemployment, really tapping into all those resources to kind of help us go through the storm. You know, we didn't get to a point. It was definitely some frustrating points, but it wasn't to a point that, oh, my God, I don't know what we're going to do because we had planned ahead Mm. of time.
1: And I think it's only a matter of time when things start to pick up that everyone will just get an influx of shows and, yeah. and people purchasing more stuff because everyone's just waiting now. You know, everybody's re- yeah. ready to go. They're just waiting for the right time. <laughs> so I understand that. I have it down here that one of the ways that you deal with stress is to have quarterly getaways. Yeah. I love that concept of, of scheduling getaways and where it's just no business and you and your family just doing what you need to do to relax. We know that international travel is off the picture now. How have you guys been able to kind of pivot this concept and continue? Because you did say that, you know, there is one coming up soon, is there?
0: Yeah. Well, he has a show coming up, not one of our quarterly. So our quarterly getaways is actually something my husband instituted, I guess maybe about a year and a half ago, because there was such a, there can be a very, it's a blur between business and family. And particularly if your husband and wife you can start feeling like business partners versus husband and wife because there's just so much going on with business, business and kids and raising kids. So he recognized that my whole aura changes when I can get out of the house. So he was like, I need to take her out of the house, take her somewhere else to help ease her mind and help her get her mind off of managing the house and managing business. We've been doing, you know, more things just In house. So we have a family movie night, but then we have, you know, mommy and daddy movie night. So we'll have our own time that we're watching a movie and it's not Sonic the Hedgehog or something like that (laughs) or Trolls. It's a grown person movie. Mm -hmm. So we take those times to ourselves and we're just, you know, having to do date night in the house until we can be able to get back out to our quarterly getaways. But hopefully we'll be able to get one or two in before the end of
1: the year yep yeah, hopefully I think if there's any lessons learnt we need to be, be patient as well because there are certain countries Australia for example we've just hit a second wave in one of the states and um, yeah. there's a lot of fear now in terms of the remaining states on and whether they should open up their borders for incoming guests but well, we do what we do and it's great that you you guys are understanding that you still need to have certain days and dates where it's you know no business and uh, recreation. Yeah. Now that your husband's been doing comedy for about eight years, your daughter very similar time frame in terms of business. What was the transformation that happens that you didn't realize would happen? And also, second part of the question: What would be your proudest moments along the journey?
0: Hmm. We are first and now second generation entrepreneurs. But you know, I don't see my children doing anything else because we expose it to them so early. I was surprised by that type of transformation about how adamant they are about owning their own, controlling their own schedule, employing other people, helping other people start businesses. You know, my daughter, and this goes into the second question of most proudest moment. My daughter told us, she said, you know, I really want these girls who I meet when I travel who look up to me to be CEOs just like me. Like, how can I do that? So we micro franchise the brand in 2018. And since then, we've helped 50 little girls start their own businesses under my daughter's brand with her mentoring and coaching. Uh, So it's called the Mommy and Me Entrepreneurship Academy. Those moms and daughters are in 16 states across the U.S. And my most proud moment is seeing them transform in the last year. Mm -hmm. So when Gabby started, you wouldn't know it now, but I mentioned she was an introvert. She was an extremely shy introvert to the point of our first video shoot. She cried the entire time. She didn't want to talk in front of a camera mm. and there weren't anybody, wasn't anybody there, just the guy with the camera. <laughs> now she speaks in front of crowds, three, 400 adults. My most proud moment is seeing those girls age range three to 15, their transformation over the last year and a half, you know, when they started, they were shy in front of a camera. Now and we're teaching them how to sell on e-commerce as well as at vendor events. So it's basically the two ways that they make money. They have an affiliate link with us. So they have social media pages, so they're sharing the product, they're learning how to sell and make money online. And they're also, of course, being instructed and taught how to sell face-to-face at vendor opportunities. Of course, they don't have those now because of the pandemic. So it has really been great training them how to you know, do videos, engage with people on social media, and just seeing how, Some of them started so shy, as Gabby did, but now they're dancing and twirling in front of the camera. They're very engaging on their social media channels. That is extremely rewarding. One of them was walking by an abandoned storefront with her mom in New York and stopped and said, you know, mommy, I'm going to put my store in that building. She's six. Mm -hmm. And her mom wrote us and said, you know, that right there is the worth of the academy. Just for her to have a mindset like that at six years old, I'm going to own that building, I'm going to run a business in that building at six years old. It's just an amazing transformation. So that is what I'm most proud of.
1: I love the fact that you're talking about entrepreneurship now and you've exposed it to your daughter at the stressless entrepreneur. This is all we talk about because, or it's my goal to expose people to entrepreneurship because once you identify or you take ownership of something, And you have a passion around that ownership and you want to deliver that ownership, your life just changes because your mindset to deliver value, whether it's, you know, a product or your service, um, just changes your entire mindset. And whether you're an introvert or, you know, whether you are uncomfortable, if the passion is there and the drive is there, everything will change and you will do whatever it takes. To get your your story out there, so I absolutely love that, and this is something that the traditional schooling system. I don't I don't blame the schooling system, but it it's just a system that has that they have to get through. You're taught to to listen and to kind of go through a career path, a traditional career path, but you're yeah. never taught to take ownership of something that's yours. So this is this is fantastic. I love that you're already sharing your knowledge of entrepreneurship with other kids and families.
0: Yeah, and what I tell moms who are interested, I said, you know, whether your daughter continues in entrepreneurship or decides to work for someone else, the skill and art of selling is something everyone should have. Mm -hmm. Whether it's selling a product or selling themselves at a job interview to go work for someone else, instilling those skills very early, I think is very important, whether it's making eye contact, having a firm handshake, knowing how to start and lead a conversation with a complete stranger. That is invaluable, invaluable skill.
1: Rosalind, we're just running out of time. Is there any questions you'd like to talk about that I haven't mentioned?
0: I can't think of anything outside of, you know, really take control of your day. And I think those first critical hours really set the tone for it. Putting yourself first, making sure that you're physically active and reaping the short and long-term benefits of that. Is a way that I certainly relieve stress. You know, outside of the things that you know normal people do, as far as massages and you know pampering myself. But I really do want to encourage people to become physically active. I'm I'm not a marathon runner. I, I don't lift weights for competition. You know, so I, I don't want people to think that that is my that that's my story. But I, I am consistently physically active, and it helps me manage all of the different hats that I'm wearing so i i I hope that what i've said today helps you think about how you treat yourself how you treat your body and how it impacts your stress
1: yep roslyn thank you for joining me today on the stressless entrepreneur it's been fantastic to hear your story but also your your family story and, and how you guys integrate together to ensure that you're doing the best for each other again thank you it's been a pleasure
0: thank you so much for having me
1: there you have it guys Thank you for tuning into the Stressless Entrepreneur Podcast with me, your host, Tommy Bowie. If you like what you've heard today, please make sure you subscribe to our show and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review so that we can take on your comments, grow with you as a channel, and keep providing you quality, stress-free content. If you have a story to tell or just want to say hi, drop me an email on hello at thestresslessentrepreneur.com. I'll catch you all on the next episode.